Welcome to Evolving Threat Insights, a cybercrime magazine podcast series brought to you by Wells Fargo. For generations, Wells Fargo has been helping people go further. From exchanging gold coins for paper checks to enabling online transactions, Wells Fargo is continually innovating so that customers can get ahead. To learn more about our sponsor, visit wellsfargo.com. I'm your host, Hilary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining us today is Justin Ellerman, SVP, Head of Cyber Advisory Services at Wells Fargo. Justin, welcome. It's so great to be speaking with you. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to join you today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And likewise, I'm excited for our discussion. And I want to get into that discussion, but just quickly before we do, can I know you've been on the show before, but just for anyone who may have missed it, can you tell us just a bit about yourself and your role as SVP, Head of Cyber Advisory Services? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been with Wells Fargo for about four years, but in my current role, I have the honor of being able to support our customers and clients from a cyber perspective and really to be able to leverage our cyber capabilities as Wells Fargo to help enable business growth. So we address customer questions and concerns on anything from how Wells Fargo protects information to how they can take best practices and incorporate them into their businesses or their own personal lives. Excellent. And so my first question in our, our greater conversation, Justin, is how is Wells Fargo using cybersecurity as a differentiator? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, cybersecurity is top of mind for both individual consumers and our commercial customers. As their bank, many of our customers look to Wells Fargo as a leader in the cybersecurity industry because we're entrusted to protect their information and accounts. If customers have a, a question or concern, we're oftentimes the first people they reach out to for support or guidance. Our chief technology officer, Solvian Bearden, and our cyber client officer, Tammy Hudson, who you had on before, recognized the need to invest in a cyber client advisory services team dedicated to serving our customers and clients from a cyber perspective. So we're essentially acting as the face of cybersecurity for our customers, and we can strengthen and deepen those relationships by leveraging our cyber capabilities. It feels like cybersecurity is covered in the news on a weekly basis. So we often hear from our clients that they want to bank with an institution that's going to protect their information and going to protect their assets from all the different cyber threats that exist today. And historically, banks and healthcare companies have had in-house cyber programs the longest due to regulations like GLBA and HIPAA. But because of our maturity, our commercial customers look to us for guidance on implementing best practices and insights for mitigating threats from an evolving cyber threat landscape. Changing the narrative about how cybersecurity can be a differentiator for growing the business rather than a roadblock has required a different perspective on how we view our cyber capabilities as an enabler. And really with the enhanced threats that we've seen since the pandemic, conversations with our customers frequently center on cybersecurity and fraud. So our customer facing teams are thrilled. Our cyber advisory team exists to have an expert who can engage in these conversations. And you know, throughout my 15 year career in cybersecurity within financial services, I've realized that one of the greatest assets is being able to translate technical concepts to the business and vice versa to help drive business growth. Fantastic. And so how has the cyber and financial services industry evolved to begin taking this customer centric approach? Yeah, great question. So 
I, I think we understand that consumers and businesses have a choice in who they bank with. A consumer may choose a bank based on reputation, their products, access to a network of branches, or their account fees. But enhancing the customer experience through a more secure interaction is also a key factor we know influences whether someone chooses to bank with us. With every person and business being a potential target, we're taking a customer-centric approach to offering cyber services as a value add to their ongoing banking relationship. Consumers and businesses entrust their banks to protect their information and accounts. So naturally, they look to us when they have questions about how to better protect themselves or how a business can mature their own cyber program. We regularly hear from financial advisors that we support who have a client with funds spread across you know, four to five different brokerage accounts, and they want to consolidate to the bank that has the best security. So they look to us to provide details on and how we can demonstrate that our cybersecurity program is an industry leader. And with how data breaches seem to be disclosed, like I you know, mentioned you know, on, on a weekly basis, our customers want to know that we're doing everything we can to mitigate the top threats and to keep their information and assets safe. By leveraging our cyber maturity and capabilities, we can really start to offer cyber-related services as a way to differentiate ourselves from other banks. And so what types of services are you providing and what you know cyber risks are, are you mitigating? That's, that's what I'm thinking now after just hearing your responses to the past couple of questions. Yeah. So for individual consumers, we're providing educational webinars and resources to enable customers to better protect their personal information and accounts. We've all seen the reports of how often people use a pet's name or password as their password and continuing to discuss best practices around enabling multi-factor authentication and password hygiene is a topic that can't be emphasized enough. By enabling our customers with this information, they're better prepared to stop and spot the latest scams or attacks as they take our message seriously. We're also building out a service to offer one-on-one cyber health assessments for our wealth and investment management clients, similar to the annual account reviews with their financial advisors, but focusing on cybersecurity, their online presence, and ensuring they're employing the latest best practices. And then for our commercial customers, one service we're providing is a cyber controls assessment and maturity roadmap. Many of our commercial customers don't have dedicated cybersecurity resources like we do have at Wells Fargo. So they typically have a limited IT team who also handle cybersecurity along with 10 other hats they wear for the organization. Many times organizations don't know where to start and addressing all the cyber risks feels like you're really trying to boil the ocean. With a cyber control assessment, we can determine where they're at, where they wanna go in their cyber journey and deliver a risk-based prioritized approach so they can get the biggest ROI on their cyber investments to mitigate the most applicable threats. Obviously, you don't want to spend $100,000 protecting a $10,000 asset. And you also want to make sure that you're mitigating the most applicable and immediate threats. And leveraging our services, we're able to partner with our customers to provide ongoing support and guidance along their cyber maturity journey. And then we also speak at industry banking conferences and provide training on various cyber topics like business email compromise, phishing, and ransomware to employees at our customers' offices, where we focus on the latest tactics, techniques, and trends to help drive awareness. So hopefully we can help prevent some of these attacks. And delivering these services not only benefits our customers, it enhances our client relationships, and also leads to reduced fraud losses for Wells Fargo and for our customers. 
And along this line, we're also developing a service to provide cyber threat intelligence insights to our commercial customers to highlight specific trends and techniques that we're seeing targeting specific industries or client segments. Again, many of our customers don't have cyber threat intelligence teams, and we can leverage our internal capabilities and partnerships like we have with the FSISAC to enable awareness and information sharing with our commercial clients. And you know, really at the end of the day, we're trying to engage with as many customers and clients as possible on a variety of cyber topics to demonstrate that we care about how customers are protecting themselves and that they can really leverage their bank as a resource to mitigate risks in today's cyber threat landscape. Okay, so speaking of the cyber threat landscape, you know, how does the evolving cyber threat landscape impact your approach and these these services? Yeah, great question. So we're continuously looking to evolve our services to drive value among customer-facing teams and their clients. As businesses evolve, the risks our customers face change. So it's essential that we provide relevant services that adapt along the same trajectory. Providing insights on a threat from three years ago doesn't add value to the customer relationship. As a result, my team is continuously researching the latest threats, the latest trends to enable our customers with best practices for limiting their exposure. We've also frequently partnered with the FBI and the Secret Service to speak at different client events and conferences, and we've learned a great deal from their insights that we can then incorporate into our customer-facing resources, trainings, and services. It's really been rewarding sharing the stories and case studies with clients on the latest breaches and how the sophistication of these attacks has grown over the years, especially since the beginning of the pandemic. We often discuss how every business is a target, and as long as they have information or money to steal. Malicious actors are targeting people and businesses, are professionals, and they're coordinated as organized crime. And they're basically run as their own businesses in Eastern Europe and Asia. They lease office space, they have performance metrics, and they're continuously developing new ways to increase their success rate. And that's why it's so important for our customers to be aware of the latest attacks so they can spot the red flags and that's what we're striving to achieve with our cyber advisory services. Fantastic. Well, my, my last question for you, Justin, is how have these services been received by customers and internally within the bank? Anything you'd love to share with us as we wrap up our conversation? So everyone from our customer facing teams to our customers are thrilled that we've dedicated a team support their cyber needs. This type of support really doesn't exist in most organizations. So since there's been such a huge demand for our services, once teams find out about us that we're here to help, you know, they really try to leverage us as much as they can. Cybersecurity and resiliency are being discussed more frequently than ever with our customers, but our customer facing teams, they can't be expected to be experts in all these areas. And as a result, we've held internal trainings to enable our employees so they can have these conversations and then bring us in when the discussion becomes more targeted. Banking services are relatively the same from organization to organization. So utilizing a customer-centric approach, leveraging our cyber capabilities has really started to pay dividends for business growth and customer satisfaction. It demonstrates we view our customers more than just an account number and that we care about the relationship. We want to ensure the security of their information and assets, but also that they're utilizing best practices in both their personal and professional lives. It's about changing their behavior. So they're more aware about the risks that they face and how the data they share on social media or LinkedIn can be used against them to carry out a targeted and sophisticated attack. One example I typically use when speaking at conferences is that 
that usually has a big impact is from a website that existed about 10 years ago and may still exist today, but it was called pleaserobme.com. And it correlated public real estate and tax data with what people posted on social media about when they're going on vacation, like, I can't wait to go to Mexico for spring break tomorrow. And it would show on a map where they lived and when they would be out of town. And knowing something like this exists really makes someone think twice about information they put on the internet and how it can be used against you. And really sharing stories like this has the most impact with our customers because it's relevant and it's applicable to them. Those examples are what they take away from our conversations. And remember when they're setting up a new password or receive a suspicious email, we're taking a grassroots approach by assisting customers one by one. But many of our engagements are from employees that we've helped in the past or customers reaching out with a question on an incident they saw in the news. And you know, building those relationships really give credibility to what we're trying to accomplish and demonstrate the value of the services that we're delivering. Wonderful. Well, Justin, thank you so much for coming on to Evolving Threat Insights. It was so lovely speaking to you and hopefully we get to speak again sometime soon. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Evolving Threat Insights is brought to you by Wells Fargo. For generations, Wells Fargo has been helping people go further. From exchanging gold coins for paper checks to enabling online transactions, Wells Fargo is continually innovating so that customers can get ahead. To learn more about our sponsor, visit wellsfargo.com. And to keep up with all of our media, you can visit us at cybercrimemagazine.com.